Hello, everybody. This is Nikki from Motherhood Unfiltered is going to be okay. And today's guest is Veronica Brasenio, and she is a clinical skincare professional with 20 years of experience. And in 2017, she founded Let's Talk Skin, where she offers personalized guidance to help people get the best results for their money. So I'm excited to talk to her today. She's such a sweet person and she knows what she's talking about. And I will let her tell you exactly what it is that she does. But before we bring her on, I just want to remind everybody that if you're listening on the podcast to go to Apple iTunes or Spotify and rate and review the podcast there. That lets me know how well I'm doing. If you've already done that, that means you're smart and you're awesome. And you're one of a close friend of mine, I know. But anyway, if you haven't, please do that. If you have, then just share it with someone that you think could benefit from the conversation that we are going to have today. So without further delay, here is Veronica. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being a guest. And I'm so excited that I know you're new to Podmatch. When I saw you, your profile pop up on mine, I was like, yes, I want to talk about skincare because for someone like me, I'm having some issues. I usually didn't have any problems, but it seems like in the last year or so, my skin has dramatically changed. And so I definitely need help. So tell us what you do and how you do it. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So as you mentioned, I've been doing skincare for 20 years. A lot of people ask me, like, how is that possible? You, <laughs> you don't think that old. <laughs> um, and, but they're, they're partly correct. Um, I actually started doing skincare at a very young age, at 15. Uh, and that's because my mom is also a medical skincare professional. So I literally grew up in the industry. By the time I was 15, she had hired me to work in her medical spa and help her run her medical skincare clinic. And then I went on to get my esthetician license. And about 10 years ago, I started teaching and training full-time. And since then, I've spent the past 10 years training other skincare professionals all over the world, working for some skincare brands that I'm sure you probably have heard of, and really just honing my skills as a medical skincare professional. So yeah, the first 10 years of my career were spent, you know, hands-on in practice. And then the last 10 years of my career has been spent teaching. Recently, I have noticed how often I hear from people that they feel overwhelmed and confused and intimidated by all of the skincare options being advertised to them. And having this conversation over and over again really inspired me to transition what was a training and consulting business of mine 
into a business that helps people navigate the medical skincare industry and identify their, you know, their concerns and then understand what options are best for them based on their lifestyle and budget. And we really work together to help clarify those things. And so they can understand and make really informed decisions that are backed by science and can really deliver them the results that they're looking for. So that's what I'm doing now. That kind of brings me to today. I am just about to launch my brand new business called Let's Talk Skin. And that's what I do. I help people really understand their options and make informed decisions. So yeah, I'm really excited to be here and we can definitely talk about some of your, some of your skin (laughs) concerns. I'm, I'm happy to do that. Yeah. I mean, growing up, I remember seeing like my grandma have ponds. Yeah. Uh, P-O-N-D, the cold cream. I mean, yes. that's all she used other than soap. And now there's just so much out there. And I mean, I just don't know where to start. Before I would, I had to go to the doctor to get medication because I was just so broken out with acne. And then it went away. And then in my early adult years, it came back. Well, now I don't have that problem. I feel like I got crusty skin. And I'm like, how does this even happen? <laughs> Yeah. Unfortunately, you know, that is something that um, we all suffer from crusty skin from time to time. I know. That's probably not the right term for it. No, actually, it feels like. No, I, I understand what you're saying. And yeah, I mean... You know, there's so many different ways to start the the conversation. So what I really like to do when I'm consulting with people is just understand their main priorities. So, you know, in your case, maybe the, you know, understanding that maybe it's like the texture of your skin. Maybe that's a way that we could describe it, the texture of your mm-hmm. skin or maybe some dehydration. Um, I don't want to put words in your mouth. And then what we would do is just work together. So I would do a full skin analysis um, to understand things like, you know, what kinds of things are you already doing or have you done before or would you consider doing? What kind of lifestyle activities would inform some of my recommendations? Just understanding a little bit more about your skin type. And where, you know, some of these conditions may have come from, for instance, some skin conditions are kind of cumulative, like sun damage. You know, some people have sunspots or sun damage, and that comes from, you know, repetitive, for instance, like tanning. So, you know, just understanding some of these like lifestyle, skin history things, and also things like, you know, how, what are customers' willingness to do, you know, certain procedures or treatments. You know, some people are really interested in things and some people are like, you know what, I just am kind of interested in what I can do at home. So I really meet people with wherever they're at because my goal is to really, you know, I don't want to sound redundant, but just to help people understand what their options are um, in a really unbiased way. Because one thing that I hear so often is that people, you know, they see something being advertised by like an influencer online or maybe even a really reputable, you know, dermatologist or skincare clinic, but they're unsure if that treatment or product would be right for them or because they don't have, it's not a personal recommendation. And also it's not 
an unbiased recommendation because that person is incentivized to, you know, mm-hmm. recommend what they carry, you know, which isn't always bad. A lot of people carry right. really great things. But right. um, all this to say the work that, you know, we could do together is really personalized and I don't work, you know, for a company. And I, I'm just really going based on my experience mm-hmm. um, and understanding these things and, and educating people on the options that they have. Yeah, I, I could definitely uh, see where that would be most helpful, especially, you know, there's people I watch online and I love them. I love watching their videos and then they offer something and I'm like, should I try that out? You know, but some of it's pricey, some of it's not. You just don't ever know. And another thing I wanted to ask about. So I know I'm talking about, you know, I refer to my face, but basically it's the whole body because the skin is the whole your exactly. biggest organ. I mean, I'm not just having trouble, you know, someone may not just be having trouble on their face. They could be having trouble in other areas of their body, you know, and could those like be related? Like if something starts like on my leg and then I see it up on my face. So, I mean, how would you navigate that? So I I guess you would go back to lifestyle. What are you doing? Yeah, exactly. I mean, as you said, you're doing part of my job for me. So bravo. (laughs) Um, No, no. I I mean, in terms of, you know, a lot of people don't think about the skin as their largest organ. They don't really think about it like that. Mm -hmm. But you're absolutely right. So I, I usually do spend some time talking about, you know, the skin on the body, because sometimes it's not people's uh, top priority. So, of course, first, I'm going to address their priority. And for some people, that's, you know, just kind of like from the shoulders up. And sometimes it's just purely cosmetic. You know, they just want their skin to be more even on their face. But other people, just as you said, maybe it's a skin condition like eczema or psoriasis that they're struggling with. And that is not isolated to, you know, the neck and above. That's full body. And that's something that I have a lot of experience, you know, in treating and working with people on. So it really just goes back to, you know, really understanding what people's concerns are. And obviously lending my uh, expertise if it's something that I can lend them. And then also, you know, referring them out or giving them the best option for other options if it's not something that I can help with. But um, all that to say, absolutely, um, you know, we there's so much work that we can do for the body. And also it's not just skin conditions that affect the body. It's also cosmetic as well. People don't like the sunspots on their arms. Um, also, the, the backs of their hands tell, you know, people say that, oh, it gives my age away. You know, I've had facials on or and, you know, things yeah. on my face, but my neck gives my age away or the back of my hands or my arms are crepey. My knees yeah. are saggy. All of those things, you know, the skin is all over mm-hmm. our bodies. And there's something that, you know, I usually can offer. Uh, right. No matter what people's concerns are. I didn't really catch that it's something effective my face it's probably someplace else on my body too and the only reason why I didn't know about that was because a few years ago I had some kind of a skin condition I still have it but it gets better and it's just a rash that comes up and what I found out it's from skin touching skin you know not that but it's from um I think that's what they diagnose it as, but it's more like people who are overweight and their skin and it causes like a yeast infection. Sure. 
Yes. So um, that, if I'm eating too much bread, processed foods, foods that have yeast and stuff in that, that aggravates that. Sure. You know, and I have to cut back on the on on pastas and breads and flours and all of that stuff. I mean, that's exactly. almost like a death sentence, you know. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so that is like a very visual thing that I see with myself that affects my skin. You know, I don't think people realize, like you said, that it's, you know, one big organ and that what you put in it's definitely what comes out, good or bad. Absolutely. You know, there's a lot of factors, and this is part of the education that I do with my clients, is that there are very likely a number of factors that are affecting whatever condition is manifesting. And in your case, you just explained, you know, a type of inflammation that's manifesting in the skin that's happening inside the body and manifesting Mm -hmm. in the skin. And, you know, sometimes those factors are environmental combined with, um, you know, Mm -hmm. internal inflammation combined with topical stimulants, you know, there's, it can be a really complex system. So it's really trying to identify as many of those things as we can and understand that kind of ties in the lifestyle, the lifestyle element of it and really addressing it in a way that's really practical and, Mm -hmm. you know, to somebody's lifestyle budget that will address their concerns. So if somebody is there like, okay, Veronica, what can I do at home to help my situation? I mean, I know I'm not going to get rid of my eight spots you know, by putting lemon oil juice on my face. Yes. But, you know, is yes. there something I can do that whole <laughs> for certain yes. things? <laughs> yes. The, I'm going to sound like every skincare professional that you have probably ever heard online and wherever. <laughs> the most impactful thing that people can do at home on a daily basis is protect themselves from the sun. It really is. And it's so done. You know, it's everybody says it. But I, I just want to give a couple of examples that maybe people don't know because people are like, oh, yeah, I OK, so I put on sunblock when it's, you know, sunny outside. OK, got it done. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. So let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so that it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com dot fm to get started again it's a n c h o r dot fm to get started But it's actually more than that. One thing people don't realize, especially in our day and age of working from home, this is I've seen an increase in this is people have home offices and they've usually set themselves up 
in a room with a window because, you know, why not? And you wake up, you have your breakfast, you get to work and you don't always wash your face and put your, you know, sunscreen on unless you like have a meeting or you're going to go somewhere. All that right. to say, UVA rays, which is the most damaging of the UV rays, is mm-hmm. UVA, it penetrates through windows and it penetrates through clouds. So if, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter if it's a cloudy day. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter if you're indoors. If it is light outside and you are benefiting from that sunlight, you are getting UV radiation. And people don't always, you know, think about that. So Mm-mm. my recommendation isn't just to, you know, protect yourself from the sun. I like to tell people, give some uh, concrete examples. Mm-hmm. Wear sunblock, preferably mineral sunblock, 365 days a year, whether it's raining or shining. It mm-hmm. really is the best thing that you can be doing to prevent against future damage of your skin. And then another thing I would say is your your makeup doesn't count. So <laughs> makes people love to say, oh, there's sunblock in my makeup. Don't count your makeup. Add a sunblock to your makeup. Wear a hat when you're outside, protect yourself from the sun, mm-hmm. and preferably move your desk away from the window. <laughs> I, can, I can almost hear my mind, yes, mom, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, on. When I was younger, I tanned. I would go to a tanning mm-hmm. bed, and I'm like, well, I'm helping myself so I don't get burned. But now that I'm older, I mean, like, I find the highest SPF to put on if I'm going to be out in the sun for any period of time. And I'm finding that that doesn't even help sometimes. Like I have a hundred SPF on and I will still get burnt. It's awful. Yeah, I'd love to talk about that for just a minute because this is actually a a fantastic point. I'm glad you brought this up because (laughs) this is a very common issue that people have with sun protections. So I think the biggest issue, one of the biggest issues with sun protections is that they put an SPF, sun protection factor number. That gives people the impression that the higher the number, the better the protection. That's actually not the case. People should not, the, the number, unfortunately, is not the most important factor. The ingredients are the most important factor. There's Well, there's two things. One is okay. ingredients. And the second is your reapplication, how often you reapply it. Gotcha. So what happens is if you're wearing a 100 SPF, that means that that's a chemical SPF. Um, remember, I, I made the suggestion to use a, preferably a mineral. So there's two different types of sunblocks. There's physical and chemical. So if you're using a... SPF 100, that means it's a chemical. And they actually break down, chemical sunblocks break down in the sun more quickly than minerals. So what it does is it gives people a false sense of protection when they have an SPF 100 on that, oh my gosh, I'm good. I've got an SPF 100 on. So what happens is they don't reapply and they're out in the sun for longer. And, you know, they just have this false sense of protection. In reality, it would be so much better to use an SPF 30 that is a mineral and reapply it after two hours and you would not burn or you would very likely not burn. So that kind of, you know, just very practical education about the fact that, you know, look for these ingredients, um, know what your options are. These are the situations where, you know, one is better than the other. 
And that is why people get burned with high Oh, gosh. Well, what about spray? What about spray sunscreen? I, yeah. I don't care for that. I feel like it doesn't work as well. It doesn't. And the reason is all, it's not the ingredients. Uh, usually it's just because it doesn't apply as well. Um, people mm -hmm. don't apply it the way that they should. People, if you're applying a spray sunscreen, what you should do is hold it almost all the way against your body to apply it and then oh, rub yeah. it in. Um, gotcha. But what people do is they hold it like, you know, six to eight inches away <laughs> from their body. And you can, you know, we all have this image of our mind of people like applying it and, you know, the wind is just taking it away. They're not even getting it on their, yeah. on their body. So right. it's just not ever going to be as effective because mm -hmm. the application does not lend itself to, you know, great protection. Okay. That, I did not even know that. I mean, if I know I'm going to be out for a long period of time, I will reapply the sunscreen. However, I still get burned. So, and you're saying that it's best to get a mineral-based sunscreen. That's correct. Yeah, I didn't even know they had different formulas. Yeah, and gosh, we could spend a whole, you know, hour just talking about sunscreen. <laughs> There's so much to say, but I, I'll just give the advice to your listeners that the best way to know that it's a mineral is nowadays it's pretty easy because um, there's this trend to make right. sun protection sunscreens reef safe for the ocean, the reef ocean. So a lot of them will say right on there, reef safe, and that oh, means okay. it's a mineral. That means it's not a chemical, it's a mineral. So look, it's not to say that chemicals don't have their place. Mm -hmm. Chemicals yeah. are good sunscreens and they're more cosmetically elegant. A lot of people like to use them, you know, underneath their makeup on a daily basis. They're fine, you know, but when it comes to, you know, getting the best sun protection for those days that you're, you know, out at the beach, you really want to be using a mineral sun protection and looking for a reef safe one is the easiest way to do that. You can get it in, at any local pharmacy. Wow. Okay. Well, that's good to know. So what about, I'm, you know, because I work from home and, of course, I set my desk up right in front of the window. Yes, there's no mirror in this place, so. But because <laughs> I want to feel the sunshine, you know, I'm like, oh, I need that vitamin D. But of course, actually, yeah. I should be putting something on every day. Exactly. <laughs> it's not that you can't. And this is, you know. The people tell me, oh, Veronica, you're such a stickler about the sun. You know, you never, you're always telling me not to go out in the sun. Okay, look, that may be true. But I know that that's not always, not, not everybody, people love the sun. I get it. Yeah. You know, we want to yeah. be, I grew up in Michigan where, you know, we did not get a lot of sunny days except for in a very short period of time right. in the summer. And people were going to go out and yeah. enjoy. There was yeah. nothing that I could say to them about any skincare benefit that was going to keep them from going out on their boat and enjoying the sun, which is right. fine. So right. what I suggest is just doing the proper things to protect your skin um, so that you can enjoy it without damaging your skin and causing, right. you know, long-term damage uh, right. that you're not going to, you're not going to be happy about later. So what that means is we've already talked about sun protection. I would say, you know, maybe do like half of the day, you know, this is uh, advice for you. If you wanted to, you could do like half of the day with your window open or with your blinds open, half the day with your blinds shut or, you know, just leave your blinds open. But, you know, make sure you reapply your sun protection. 
And then another thing that is something that I very often uh, talk to my clients about is ways that you can improve the protection of even your sun protection. So there's ingredients that you can incorporate into your skincare regimen that add another layer of environmental protection and keep your skin from being damaged. So there's, you know, some really great ingredients out there that, you know, people can incorporate into their regimen to make sure that, you know, whatever lifestyle activity they're partaking in, that their skin is protected. Right. Well, that sounds like good advice. I think I can manage you know, maybe part of the day with the blinds closed. But, you know, right now I'm looking and my cats are laying in front of the window, you know, yeah. but they're covered with fur. So they got fur. <laughs> yes. They're essentially wearing a full body hat, you know. <laughs> um, another so thing that like, when are they going to have like clothing that are UVA, you know, resistant? They do. <laughs> They do. Oh, they yeah. do. Oh my God. Absolutely. I've I, I a bunch of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You'll see it at a lot of I mean, you can just Google it. It's all over Amazon. You know, it's it's great. Uh, there's um there's some really great different clothing items, you know, hats that have sun protection built in, gloves that have sun protection built in for like, people who are driving because that's a really okay. common source of uh, sun. Yeah. But just one other thing that I thought of too about your uh -huh. desk in front of the window that I just wanted to mention is maybe, <laughs> you know, just closing your blinds during the period of the day if you're if you're getting direct sun coming oh, yeah. and maybe just yeah. closing the blinds. And then when you're not getting direct sun, it's not, you know, you're still getting mm -hmm. UVA rays because mm -hmm. like I it's said, you know, brown. just that is strong. Yeah. So yeah. maybe that's just another way to <laughs> minimize the damage. Oh, I can definitely do that. That's the easy thing to do. So I know we kind of got stuck on the <laughs> sunscreen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that's probably my fault. If there's anything I want to talk about it. But I people's friends are like, oh my gosh, she's talking about it again. <laughs> I know. People are like, don't, don't get her talking about the sun. She won't stop. <laughs> Is there something else we could do? Yeah, I mean, I think the best advice that I can give to people is besides sunblock, um, <laughs> is to really to get a professional opinion, you know, just to get a professional recommendation, you know, whether that's for me or some, you know, trusted skincare professional that, you know, because, yeah, bringing all these things together, it's really hard to do just over a TikTok video or an Instagram video just to make like a, these broad recommendations that are, you know, are going to be yeah. right for you. So getting a professional recommendation based on your concerns, it really can go a long ways and just understanding what your options are. So that's really yeah. my biggest piece of piece of advice would be to talk to a professional. Well, I like that advice because because I'm sitting here like, okay, you mean I can't go out and buy this lotion. It's going to help me. But then I thought, well, that may not be the best thing for me or may not be the best thing for, you know, Susie Q down the street, you know. So, so yeah, exactly. I mean, definitely having a, like a consultation and just, you know, have your concern listed out. Then you can, you know, just let them know, hey, I have crusty skin. <laughs> <laughs> and then they can get to the bottom of it. <laughs> I'm like, so how much oil can I use on my face? You know? Right. Right. <laughs> but you're absolutely right. I mean, so much of, you know, my part of my goal is to really keep people mm -hmm. from wasting their time and their money 
on things mm-hmm. that don't work or aren't right yeah. for them. Because right. it's so easy to see something that's working for somebody else and think, oh, that's what I need or that's what I want. And look, you might get really lucky and it might be exactly the thing that changes your skin and addresses your right. concerns. And that would right. be amazing. But oftentimes it takes a little bit more customization and you know expertise to really address somebody's concerns in the best way. So that's what speaking to a professional can do. Well... Veronica, I do appreciate you talking to us about this, even if we had to hear about the sunscreen (laughs) lecture all over again. But it is important because I am someone who tanned. I never wore sunscreen growing up and I had freckles. And now they're like, it's like they're moving. They're connecting together and I get these big eight spots. And I'm like, you know, I think freckles are cute. Well, eight spots aren't cute. So <laughs> so how can someone get a hold of you if they want to reach out about their skin issues that they're having? Absolutely. Uh, so you can find me on Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is Let's Talk Skin Official. My website is letstalkskin.com. And you can also feel free to email me. My email is veronica at letstalkskin.com. So yeah, you should be able to find me via those channels and I would be happy to you know, talk skin with anybody listening. <laughs> well, thank you, Veronica. And I do appreciate you coming on. And I hope that sometime in the future, we can talk again. Oh, I would love that. I would love that very much. <laughs> Love this episode of Motherhood Unfiltered. It's going to be okay podcast. Head over to Apple, Spotify, or Amazon podcast to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Thank you.